from Dunedin to Whangarei. Woo! Stocking the biggest range of over-the-counter essentials from vitamins to fragrances, cosmetics to sports nutrition. That's it. Chemist Warehouse has got you covered like a <laughs> sundress. Yeah, the morning show proudly sponsored by Chemist Warehouse. We got you. Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Ten toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. Yes, Kiara, good morning, good evening, and everything in between. It's a Mahi Monday, and we here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show, just in case you missed it. So, powered by You Know Media, and happening right now at You Know Clothing, it's their only on sale now. of the year. So, if you head to their website, limited stock, now. up to 80% off. Even of the new drops are discounted Holy as well. And it ends this week, so do not miss out. If you want any details about it, it is our podcast description below. I've got to say a little bit more, more about that in the chicken's over. Kia ora koutou whanau, stay blessed. Do not stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show. If you call down under your home, welcome to new media, oh, the do. people's media. Let's go. This is the sound of home. This is the sound of down under. This is the sound of Aotearoa. Say no more. Take your shoes off at the door. Everything you want. Nothing you don't. Real people, real talk. That's it. And if we ain't number one on the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it. What up, Monday? We got a big show for you locked and loaded today, baby. Man, I'm happy, man. I'm I'm ready to go this week, baby. Guys, we've got four weeks left. Come on now. We've got to enjoy the rest of it. Four weeks, guys. And then we're going to have a little bit of a break. What's on the show today, though? Jordan opened up the slightest. The slightest of windows for you, you guys to go to your suburbs and you did not hold back. A snitch on your suburbs, funner, and the way that Huntley and Margaret keep coming up, you want to stay tuned. Uh, Mark has some ideas around some best man speeches. Yeah, man. Hey, if you've got a best man speech coming up, I know how much stress there is. I'm going to help you win. I'm going to make you win. Hey, we this. need I that. I feel like there was someone who did it over the weekend was like, where was that last week, Mark? <laughs> we need that. Uh, and we talk about the medical mishaps. I talked about it last week, but man, some of the stories that have come through, including the surgeon that operated on the wrong person. All of that is in the show, plus a bag of How sway? How sway? But we start the show with an absolute boy. And uh, Mana Moana is going down this Friday. Big shout out and love to Live Nation. But Jordan takes care. Can't wait for Mana Moana. I am looking after the vibe today, though. And I did watch uh, the one for Netflix series over the weekend. Heard it's great. Um, unbelievable Heard watch. It. I need to watch it. And so I had to bring one for today. If there's a couple bad words, Fano, please. I don't have mine. But that's why the Australian police put $15 million into shutting them down because when you become the voice of something, they're going to shut you down. Not this song, though. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, my one full veteran. Bust them all because I'm back by six. When I met the streets, it's not that thing that I knew I found my own session. I've been running the board, I question. Swear any hope I saw, I pressed him. Even still, one Pete or Nick's wouldn't leave his chest without no injection. One force will put in his work since knee high, them days on the curb. Now I'm proud to say to this day forward that the seven put off on his shirt. Still off the car and touch things on his foot. I'm back my shank and you pull yours and see who will take the first. Not the home wind and cry like me, so I'm not going to be right. Have your team all wet and warm up when my crew bring clips and slide. Wanna talk them tips and try. This is a different side. You got this bitch and Come out and run for your friend because someone got tips and shh. Someone got tips and shh. Get down when I drip that steel. Hands up when I bring that hammer. Come through while I pull that ching. Your head breaks down on the subway's camera. One for me ain't got no manners. Only if you test my crew. If you ain't a part of this beef and you want to talk shit, you can get some too. See me eating well. Put up my chin for my show and tell. Put me fesses on your heat up. I won't be wrecking. No fucking wrecking real. We on the block so that in the dust. I'm scoring points when I kick him out. I'm on the road and it's getting out. When you see me at first, take another round. Who wants to be the voice of of the people? Um, I yeah. heard the documentary is incredible. It's depending on on probably who's watching this and and what kind of viewpoint you look at it. Yeah, we we understand the viewpoint of crime and you know the you know police need to keep people safe. Of course, one hundred percent, we get that. But to watch that doco and to see the way that they shut down those boys who, um, yeah, more funding went into. And so shutting down their concerts then actually potentially, you know, They had big the concerts that, too. Yeah, yeah, they did. And so... Kudos uh, Bank I'm, Arena, which is like the big one in Sydney, they were there doing that. I think... Yeah, I'm not doing a good job of summarising. I think I was just a really aware of um, just... 
if you're able to like come from where they come from and finally like be able to um, get yourself out of those scenarios and literally they're brothers and literally they're brothers and have a voice and you know it wasn't it wasn't the crime they were trying to shut down it, what they didn't give them props for was that they they had a voice and they had power and that's what they had to shut down and try to shut down and yeah those boys are amazing the way they've been resilient and yeah, it was a great hey story man, now they got a Netflix yeah I see you put your hoodie up over there Mark yeah, I, it's funny because you were <laughs> well, you were watching that. I actually did a, a mass smash out of an entire two uh, seasons of Rise of Empires. It's on the Ottoman. Have you guys heard of the Ottoman Empire? Mm-mm. I have actually. Yeah. Well, that would have been interesting. I've yeah, watched that. It, it, but it's done so well. If you're like me and you're you know, you're interested ish in history, but you can't be bothered um, like watching real hard out documentaries, this is like a combination of a documentary. So they're speaking in it from like people who have read all the texts and stuff, but there's also acting in it, and it's incredible. So if you want something to watch and you've got like a, a long period of time and you're interested in, in how the world kind of formed into what it is, the Turkish army, the rise of the Ottomans, um, it was it's incredible. And yeah, Rise of Empires Ottoman. That's what I'm watching. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a massive two, Man, two series. Man, 86 on Rotten Tomatoes. Bro, it's real good. Before we rush off and just get into oh, the... Oh, come on now. We're still checking in. That's fine. It's been a weekend. It's been a weekend. The effort that has gone through to make sure that this chicken is even a thing, the foundation, oh my, Jordan, I want to tell you, the effort is there, okay? It felt like I had to swim through a storm and go and pluck a tooth from a shark. Swim, swim through a storm. I had to get there, man. Hey, I had to get that, that sounds difficult. Yeah. That Melbourne Cup winner, I had to go grab three horses up here. Especially the swing through the storm path. Yeah. Did it all. The, that, that's just what I wanted you to say. The effort is there for this. Uh, Mark, there is something that is sitting at the bottom of your feet right now. I would like you to just look under your desk mm-hmm. and just go and grab that bad boy there. Oh, look at this. What do you have in your hands there, kind sir? This looks to me like a pretty modern-looking violin case. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, because you've been talking a big game, I heard. Don't sh- don't try, Jordan and I. You you tease us with a good time. We are going to make it happen. <laughs> that is a violin. That is a violin. I want to cast you guys back, if you missed it, to show 140, which was actually oh, wow. Ooh, October 19th, there. where Mark said that he has a Trinity certificate, grade two. Oh, he did say that. He had a grade two Trinity certificate. When which, it isn't comes that to the <laughs> which isn't that impressive for no, those no, no, who have done the that. No, yeah. When you said it, it's not yes, impressive. Because you also called yourself Vanessa Mark. Yes. Mm. And I had to go and look. That's basically like saying you're like the LeBron James of the LeBron violin game. James. Vanessa May is a great violinist. Vanessa player. Mark's good too, though. Yeah, Vanessa Mark can go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How you feel now, Mark? We got I, it in front of you now. Come on. So what am I to do with this violin? Well, I was going to. Whose is it? How did you find a violin? That's what I'm telling you, Mark. Hey, we be we be sourcing out here, bro. Shout out to Darrell. She went to a lot of effort. She really did feel like she and swam through a storm. Violin and got too. She got a, everything, brand new strings. But uh, Brock, hit him, hit, hit, hit him with it. What's he got to do? What do you want me to do with it? We were going to make you do it today, but we thought, no, we'll give you 24 hours. We'll give you 24 hours. You take that bad boy home. You cuddle it. You do whatever you need to do. You become one with that violin. Or maybe you don't need it. Maybe, Mark, like you said, you are Vanessa Mark, and you can just take it home, look (laughs) at it, and not even pick it up and play it. But come tomorrow's show, Mark, come tomorrow's show, you are going to be giving us something on that amazing violin. All right. All right, then. I'll uh, I'll get how, make how sure. How's it going to put... go? I mean, you sound like you think you're the man. Like, it's like what song are you going to do? You're not like nervous you... at all? No. Are you like, it's fine. You're going to be able to just belt out a tune. Well, here's the difference, right? I know that I've done, I've done a, I've done a few years on the violin. Back in the day. Back in the day. I probably stopped playing when I was like nine or ten. Uh, but by writing a bow. Years one years. Yeah. I mean, violin. It's beautiful. I'll put some resin on the bow and see how I go. <gasps> That's how I know he knows. <laughs> Shot Nicholas. Darrell was like, the one thing, it was, uh, was it called resin? Yes. Yeah, she was like, if he actually knows, he knows about resin. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, my boy, you started with something there. That's it. We're okay. off to a good start for tomorrow, can't wait. Tomorrow's show, Mark brings the violin and he plays the violin for us. There you go. Love that. Love that. Daily Bread. Daily Bread. Sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft. The bread that stays softer for longer. That's right. Daily Bread. Breaking, breaking bread, bread with the news of today.
You're just going to go patchy. You're going to just gonna pick three words in that intro to help me out with? We're just going to give you something. I think you went new and two. You can never do the same thing, man. You're not a DJ, bro. Flixing, you know, between. You just got to let them know. Yes, thank you, Tip Top. November 20th, that is 324 days deep into the year. 41 left to get her done. Get her done. 41, damn. Yeah, it's all old socks day today. Get rid of those. Uh, yeah, I guess it's, sorry, it's not old, it's Odd Socks Day. <laughs> old Socks. Uh, get rid of the Odd Socks. Uh, get rid of both. Feel free to wear Odd Socks. Apparently this is a chance to remind us to think about our words before we say them. Apparently we a sock is something that people shouldn't be offended by and if you see people with Odd Socks on and you want to say something, it reminds us to think about well, that's what we're going to say. That's true, because it ain't your feet. No. So why make comments why on would it? it? Why would I talk? Yeah, true. I, okay, I get it now. Yep. Brock, you don't look too impressed by that? That's such a stretch, isn't it? I feel like, I, I get it when you say it out loud, but I'm just thinking, that's a stretch. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, it's also International Hugger Runner Day. Now that's a stretch. Whoa. Uh, I'm just showing appreciation to those who are out there getting fit. And finally, Shout pay back your parents' day. I'm talking not in hugs. I'm not talking in love letters and saying, hey, mum, dad, we You're love you. You're not talking cold, hard cash, are you? I'm talking cold, hard cash. It's the day where you're supposed to write off, <laughs> go into your bank account and give them what they owe them. I think and truly believe that parents don't want the money back. They want time. Pay them back in time. Pay them back in love, effort, it appreciation. It hurts less, doesn't it, bro? Oh, it hurts see? less when you say it like that. Attention. They do want time. See, you they can't, you can't put a price on that. A parent's love language is always time. Always. They'd probably appreciate, though, if you could come back with the money that yeah. you owed them. Give awesome. them both those. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's true. Hey, I'll try something then, man. I'll try something. Hey, I'd love us to talk about this because, you know, I love it when we pay Judge, judge Judy. Uh, jackpot winner um, sues his child's mother for telling his family about the win. <laughs> So, uh, a main man, winner of $1.3 billion, Mega billion? Jackpot, is suing the mother of his daughter for allegedly breaching a non-disclosure agreement. The man who remains anonymous purchased the winning ticket. He received $723 million after tax, um, but is suing his daughter's mum for breaking the disclosure. I already know what skin colour he is. Hey, I... hey, we're not going to bring race into this, bro. What, did I say it? Why you are you skin jumping? colour? You said skin colour? <laughs> Why are you jumping? Did I say it? Well, what are be, you jumping Because at? we don't need to. Hang on a minute. He already got how much? Right. Why is he suing for more? He nah, said 1.3 uh, you know billion, Mark. You know the B word. Uh, I agree with him. No, you don't, bro. Yeah, I do. No, you... I, 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 think he sh- I think he's just trying to... Okay, yeah. Let me think. Let me think. I, don't mean, to, I he... don't mean he should sue her to the point where she's now um, not able to help their daughter. Like, he shouldn't. But I think he's trying to get a message across I, bro money is the root of all evil think about that so if you if, we have, if we have a non-disclosure agreement billion that's, that's potentially to protect our children that's to protect the people around us so that we can still create a level in their life no. where they can live a normal no, life now, sounds, now if I have if I okay, hang, hang, hang on I'll let me speak. let me cook bro <laughs> okay. if I want a billion dollars right. I do not want my son knowing until we're between parents, we have an agreement about how we're going to roll this out. Fine. So if that's if that's broken, well, and now cool my and now my son is go, is looking at the world in a way that's like my dad got everything. I ain't got to work for nothing. I ain't got to do nothing. I'm cool with it. Why? Why would? I, why should I? Why should I go to practice? Why should I put yeah, the work it. in? Why Mark should I cook first? Or right? Yeah, you cook. Yeah, yeah, you I, go. So I don't know if it's suing though, oh, but, I, still I, but I'm still cooking. Is it underdone? I get, I get why maybe he's underdone. frustrated. I get why maybe he's frustrated. It sounds like somebody is being very, very controlling of not only their life, but someone else's life as well. The mother has just as much right to say what she has to say as he has to say, not wanting to say, I'm cooking now, put your finger down. <laughs> so I have to re- respond to that. You can. Can I rebuttal first cooking. and then you no, come twice? No. <laughs> Paul, no I've got to respond to that and then you can go. Whoa. So just because you think it's in the child's best interest that they don't know about your money... She has just as much right to say that she thinks it is in their best interest. And she's got her own life and her own beliefs and everything else. So suing, that's excessive. And just because you think your child not knowing you're a billionaire is the right way of going, she might have just a stronger feeling about that being the case. So, therefore, the suing thing is way excessive and silly. I I agree with you about that, but remember what I read out under a non-disclosure agreement. So she's come, they've both agreed on that agreement. 
Okay. And well, she, that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. But under what I read out is all I was arguing sure. with. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just making that. I'm just making that a point. So because I agree with my talk about. Can I slightly just move the goalposts just a touch? <laughs> <laughs> to their point, he didn't want anybody to know. Right? They had a little. I get that. A little scuffle. I get that though. The whole world knows now that you've sued. Yeah. So you want to go and hoot and holler? It was just a little family disagreement. Now, now we are talking about here. it here in New Zealand. Here, here. Because you wanted to sue. So your argument is null and void. Let's go around the room. Answer this, yes or no, both questions. Would you want everyone to know and would you want your kid to know right now that you're a billionaire? Yeah, Three, yeah. two, one, Mark? Yes. Everyone? Yes. That's a two-part answer, right? That's you? a two, two, two-part you? answer? You? Uh, yes, yes, yes and no. Okay, there you go. I'm, I can't even I'm remember the order. So arrogant. What about you? I'm so arrogant that I, I believe no, that no, I can still no. make my kids. Yeah, um, I, I, my son. I'm, life. I'm with you. My son can know. I don't. I don't want the world to know. The world can know as well. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. So, so it's no and no. No, no. It's it's son can know. World, nah. I'm good. Oh, bro. What about you? Do you know how dis- destabilizing it is? To Basically, live a life it's where your parent is a billionaire. Do, have we thought about how destabilizing that is for like your prediction, your growth, what you want to do? Um, right, yeah, we had no money to look at job. That's the parent's like, job is to keep them stable. That's not stable though. It does, uh, anyway, we, we, we can agree. <laughs> we can agree to disagree. I'm just trying to bring something to talk about and I did. Be hey, uh, my daily bread today. Uh, if you are lacking motivation to round out the year, then look no further. This man has given it to us. Somebody who has uh, been in the limelight since he was probably 17 or 18. He's seen it all. He's finally said, no, I'm going to stop doing something. I, I'm going to give it up. And when we look at this man, that's the only thing we think. Snoop Dogg's stopping smoking weed. Hey. Oh, man. Good on him. You see that? Yeah. You think you can't do something? Uh-huh. If Snoop can give that up, you can give it up too. Whatever. But, what, whatever that you know, it's been amazing seeing the celebrities respond to it. Like, it's actually been low-key, like, super inspirational for some. Like, other... Uh, Meek Mill came out. Coyle Ray. They kind of said, man, two, if yeah. Uncle gonna give it up. Conor okay, McGregor too. came out. He did a... Uh, he put up a voice memo on X saying... Oh, he's gonna stop juicing? Saying... Well, yeah, he, he's, he's get off the Coke Zero. But uh, he was just saying how... Uh, <laughs> he was saying... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to talk, man. Uh, right, but right. just people were giving him props. And I was actually thinking, man, if... The world's on notice, hey. I mean, if, uh, if bit, Uncle yeah. Snoop giving, giving up, what are we way? giving up? It must be pretty hard, though. You tried that, that thing last week. Mark. Didn't he ask for people to respect his privacy? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's so cool. Like... Yeah, you usually use that line when you've you know had a passing in the family or something. But for him, it was like, "I'm stopping weed. Please respect my privacy." Take that as a little bit of motivation as we wrap up yeah, our daily yeah. bread here today. If Snoop can give it up, you can give it up too. Come on now, that's your daily bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Don't tell your kids you're rich. Never tell your kids you're rich. They get a tip top. Crazy. This is the morning shift. And gentlemen, it's time for It's that time of the week where we go on the search for our Cinderella or Fella. We throw out three clues, and if those clues fit you, we will fit you out with you know clothing. Currently on sale. 80% sale, 80% up to 80% off. Get the only, sale only sale of the year. Because I'm not right. miss out, That's friends. online right now. <laughs> so, this week, we'll throw our three clues out again. Brooke, who's doing what? Yes, this person only uh, exists in our imagination right now. Uh, Mark, you're going to take care of the age and gender. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of the occupation, which leaves Jordan. Scenario. The scenario. Coming around the corner for the scenario. Church. Talk to me, Mark. This week... I am looking for anyone, anyone, cool, who was born on the twentieth of November, oh, nineteen ninety-five. It's your birthday. It's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Nineteen ninety-five. Nice, did you say? Nice, yes. Nice. Nice. Uh, okay. Person whose birthday it is today, who was born on nineteen ninety-five. The occupation that I need from you is I am looking for a. Contracted spy. Mm. A contracted spy. Because some of y'all just be spying on Instagram. That some of y'all, that would just make you woman. 
if you were spying. But if you're contracted. <laughs> and men. And men. That means you are paid. You have made some money. <laughs> I would love for you to come forward and be a part of the show. And the scenario is you are holding a massive secret. But in order to win, you'd have to tell us. Oh! <laughs> we won't tell anyone else. You're holding a massive <laughs> yeah. secret. Shifters, you'll have to believe us at that can point. Can they remain mm. anonymous then? If, if you know, Let's say this. They can. Just to tell the secret they and can. then behind the scenes can. we'll give Can we get rid of your one? I just want to hear some crazy secrets. No. <laughs> so once again, we're looking for a person who was born on the 20th of November, 1995. Happy 28th birthday to you today. Who is a contracted spy. Who's holding a big secret that you'd have to tell us. Remember, if the shoe fits, don't wear it. Share it. This is... The Morning Shift. Nothing wrong with snitching on a suburb, Fano. Nothing wrong with snitching on a suburb. Well, don't snitch on humans. I'm lying, man. Sn- snitch on area codes, all right? <laughs> just quickly, I was driving through Calston over the weekend. If you saw the story, you would have, you'll would you know the story already, but just quickly for those who haven't. Calston is in West Auckland. It's, um, I'm not hating on Calston because tough people come from there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there was a time, there was a time... Probably in the early 2010s when Calston they wanted the smoke from every school. Hey, one of my boys trouble, went there too. The dope. umbrella incident. Shush. In the last um, five what? years too, Calston boys has had one of the most dominant first 15s oh, in Auckland One A rugby. They're amazing. Yeah, the, the, the dude I know, his name's Houston. He's from Calston. Dopest dude. Mm-mm. Oh, he's a dope baller. They got you. They, did they get the same pass? Get me, but I got buckets. <laughs> you got buckets, but you ain't getting me, my boy. <laughs> no, but before your time. Uh, but anyway, I was driving through Calston and West Auckland and. A little bit worrying, this car, um, it was a Toyota, kind of low to the ground, now there's one, um, was driving really badly, like taking over cars, and then because they couldn't take over any cars, they were just like revving their engine behind cars that were going like the normal speed limit, and we, we got up to a red light and I realised I was going to be right next to this car, so now I'm fuming, I'm like... Yeah, you're a road rage kind of guy. Yeah, I'm like, don't, don't make people feel stink. You know, I could see the person in front of them was a bit was a bit elderly. You know, mm-hmm. they, they they were freaking out. So I'm protected. Jordan's I'm, on the way. <laughs> hey, me and my big Ute, <laughs> we pull up. I'm about to like you know, give an earful, and then I see it's it's. Sorry, Calston, but it's this it's this girl and she's doing balloons like nangs. Yeah, I saw the video, which is very very unsafe. But it did make me just giggle for some reason, which it shouldn't have. It's, it's unsafe. It's unsafe. But I was just like, oh no, Calston. Calston, Kelly Shonny. She was probably <laughs> passing through Calston. Kelly Block. She was probably yeah. passing through it. And you know the- what? Everyone on the story re- re- replied. They said, no, she was passing through Calston on the way to Massey. <laughs> <laughs> Calston came for copping the hey, heat. Mark, <laughs> Talia, Mark Talia's from Massey. Good things come from Massey. Catching strays. Shush your mush. Didn't you go to Massey? Shush. <laughs> Great things come from Massey. That's right. Hey, I had to go to Massey High School. Okay? I don't want that being put out publicly. <laughs> Last two years, all right? We moved. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, raw fish down the corner. Around the corner. Yeah, correct. So I just thought, you know what? Let's snitch on our suburbs. Let's start with our voices. We'll go around. We'll, we'll, we'll finish with you guys last. So I want to know what suburbs you want to snitch on. Okay. I'm snitching on Mangui. The whole of Mangui in general. <laughs> Today takes the cup. Finish work. To my disbelief, reach the roundabout. And seen a, a blue bus inside a um, family's backyard. Busted the fence. Eight cop cars, two tow trucks to try and get the bus out. What was all? How did you get your license, mate? Oh, come on. I saw the... that on the news. Yeah. <sighs> Wait, did you say like it was full... really in a house? Yeah, like there was a full bus that had gone across the roundabout and through a fence and was like sitting or parked up in someone's in someone's yard, front yard. Oh. And something people, as the news reporter was reporting on it, uh, someone yelled out, You can't park there, mate! Oh, cheers, uh, buddy. I'll be honest, um, Mangere came in second. In terms uh, of what? One, terms, what do you mean? Only one other. <laughs> wow. Too, so too, many we don't stories, too many stories okay, came in story. complaining, snitching on Mangere and what they see. Okay, let's keep the Mangere bus only, rolling uh, in. I'll tell you which one won soon. The suburb that I'm calling out has to be Mangere, oh. the 275 out in Auckland, particularly Pukitutu Island. If you know, <laughs> you know what I'm on about. So, before I was known on my socials for um, the dumb things that I say, 
uh, back in year 12, year 13, a few of us girls um, went for a drive out there. And we were wondering why there were so many cars parked out on the side with foggy windows. And it didn't take us that long to realize that um, these people were having the bing bada booms on the side of the road. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but it's giving ill, it's giving paru, it's giving very hmm vibes. Because if you know, you know that that's where they dump the rubbish. Oh. So while these people are getting their cheeks clapped, oh. they'd be smelling <laughs> they'd be smelling a whole heap of things. <laughs> oh, change your life, change your life. Go to Kiwi Hotel instead. <laughs> okay. That's the bing bada boom for me. That's the bing bada boom system. A lot of mm mm's. Two words Royal Oak. Brother, man. Royal Oak, Auckland, and their stupid roundabout. <laughs> oh, wrong. No one gets past that roundabout at <laughs> four o'clock in the afternoon or seven thirty in the morning. Everyone needs to remember that they must take any other way but that <laughs> roundabout because Facts. that roundabout in Royal Oak is so ridiculous. The amount of times I've almost been hit. On that one roundabout. The only good thing about that roundabout is the fact that it's got Ollie's next to it, or KFC. <laughs> I think that was Woodamoo. He's correct. That roundabout is a headache. It's like a 12-point roundabout. It's it doesn't so make any sense. Of. Part of the roundabout is actually submerged as well, so it's hard to see a car coming up out of that submerged area. And then just to add a little bit to it, they've got pedestrian crossings on both sides. How many yes, are there? Straight after. Bro, one, I'm like, why here? Two, three, four. I think it's five. Five exits, yeah, yeah. and entry points. It's just ridiculous. How is that, it's just go. How is that sub, that roundabout legal, eh? You're so right. The um, most insurance claims will come out of there. That. Someone got paid to design that roundabout there. No, a whole team got also paid to, like, <laughs> give it the council green light. It's unbelievable. Um, this one came through, Bo. I'm snitching on Rotorua. Everything goes down here. Had over 15 pairs of shoes doorstep between the ages of 8 and 16. Oh, so oh. we're just going to whole cities now. Okay. Yeah. True. I don't it's mind not really a suburb. I don't mind Vegas, so you cool with my eyes. I don't know what this is called, but Terrace End in Palmy has too many living old people. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, I should have read that before. Hey, they you drive the slower than my wife takes to leave uh, Votier Park after netball games, and one time old people cut me off, and I caught up to them, and they got mad at me. <laughs> Shake my head. You leave those elders alone. They're just you, trying to be. Hey, you leave Alcomatu alone. The number one... Though that came through, unfortunately, guys, because this is this is a this is a town it's a town close to my heart. I got a lot of close friends from here, people I consider family. That was Huntley. Oh, I don't even know what the problem is with Huntley, but it does be, be catching strays, a- man. Apparently, there's just been a it's <laughs> like so many messages came through where there's like heaps of crime going on. Like people stealing cars or stealing stuff from shops, but they're putting they're putting it on the Huntley page. But they're the ones they get, end up getting snapped that they were the ones who were on the doing Facebook it. page. So they they're trying to cover their tracks by saying what's gone missing. But then they've done they've found out that the people who put it up are the ones who stole it. Huntley, come on, Huntley, Huntley, the insurance claim of doom. Come, come on now, my dubs. It's on the Facebook. Come on now, stink horses <laughs> They get a hiding now. Port sucks, leave us alone, brother. That's how they talk. That's how they talk. It's not how I talk. But I do love it. I talk like that now. But Hunley, Mark, you wanted to shout, s- s- snitch on something? Didn't yeah, you? I want to snitch on the 1025, a.k.a. Sandringham. It's where I live. How'd you make that sound tough? It's certainly <laughs> yeah, not tough. tough. Yeah, yeah. Where I, I live. Think, I think you're actually the only one who said that like that. It's in the 1025. The 1025. <laughs> which is actually... The area code for most of central Auckland. But 1025 Sandringham. The 1025. Bang, bang. The largest Indian community in New Zealand. Whoa. Hey, hey. It has the, like, the most collection of Indian takeaway places. Stop pumping up your Korma prices. My God. Stop making me pay 20 bucks for a saguala. And also charging extra for rice. Mark, what you doing, bro? This is my neighborhood. I'm a local. I should be getting local prices. We've got to talk through this stuff before we just talk about this before we go. Well, whole ethnicity. I live in the community. It's inflation, my guy. Everyone else is allowed to charge for things. The, I reckon they should be Our Indian homies can charge for rice. Especially when they're charging for everything else, toothpicks and ah. utensils and the rest. Ah, okay then. 
I'll keep paying for my extras. You said you were going to go at your local neighborhood for not adding you to the page. Yeah. That. And then you went at Korma. I am a part of the page. You went at Korma. I am a part of that page. The biggest population in the world. Bitch, you still be going to paradise, though. Hey, apparently locals, it's like outside, they go to paradise. Oh, yeah, that makes sense because I'd be going to paradise. I'd be going to paradise too. <laughs> I'd be going there all the time. All day. Hey. Mark, you went the biggest population in the world. Damn, that's crazy. Let's let you know in your suburbs. Another episode. Shout out, Hunley. I love Hunley. This is the morning shift. Ah. Don't know about Freddie Jackson, nah? I can remember my wedding day. Ooh, hey, paint that picture for us. It was a beautiful. I love love. Sunny afternoon. Mm. Was out in uh, <laughs> Bro, I'm selfish. Well, I just told him to talk about his wedding day, and you come in here with I'm off it. Well, you, can I be honest? What do you yeah, want you me to can, do, bro? But we do not while we cut him off talking about the best day of his life. My bad, Mark. Tell us about the best day of your life. Continue. It was out in Martinborough. <laughs> oh, oh, y'all got place, money man. like that? Martinborough's mm. nice. Damn. I'm still paying it off. Uh, <laughs> there was over a hundred guests gathered. It's a big number. My beautiful wife walked down the aisle, and I'll be honest, I cried. I cried. You, better, you better have wailed. I was uh, emotional seeing her. I was also emotional when it came to the I'm time up, for my best man speech. It's always... I am going to uppercut this morning when we get off here. No, it's great. Uh, that's always a nervous time for a best man, and of course for the wedding couple as they sit there waiting for the best man to do his speech. Uh, and the world, I guess has started to record best man speeches and this is a great thing because if you are a best man or you're expecting to become a best man um, well here's some tips or some speech starters that can help you break the ice and win over the crowd I'm excited for this because we Mm. all know the The way that our butt cheeks clench when a speech starts that you just don't know where it's going oh and when it's you up there like I want to I go to the I'm going to the bathroom I'm going to get some air like I cannot be in the same room when a speech starts like bad and you're just with like, that first when the first one don't hit that's the scariest thing you just got to get through that first one and then you got the crowd they start like they their first joke bombs eh? and then they start like ramping up the ante. <laughs> and then they're just going into stories that just don't need to be said out loud really, again. weddings are the easiest place to hit home runs everyone be laughing hey, is the spirit but if you if you tang that one, oh, you're a communicator, though. You know, you're in the one percent. We're in the one percent. You know why? I, 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 I got, I got a little bit excited then when Jordan goes. I'm excited because I'm picking out of the three of us. You may be the next man who needs a best man. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that. That's what got me excited. I thought that's where you were. Me sprint past hey, him I'm, this definitely, race. I'm definitely getting married next. <laughs> I gave out the bed on. So let me throw out here, here's five uh, icebreakers or or things you could use in your best man speech if, in fact, you are expecting. I want you guys to react as well. Okay. Let's start with this one. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark. I'm here to tell you today that Jordan is extremely special, talented, and good-looking. Sorry, mate. I'm struggling to read your handwriting here. There we go. That's one little icebreaker, all right? That's what about this up, one? Eh? That's yeah. good, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, I how like about this one? A wedding is such an emotional day for everyone. Even the cake is in tears. <laughs> <laughs> Explain why that's funny, just for those who, who missed it. Okay, so like uh, when you have a cake and it's in different layers, you know how they have different layers? Brooke, They're also why. known as tears. All I can think was the dads love that one. Yeah. That, that was a dad home run. Cake tears, love it. All right, here's another one. Actually, can we can we make that joke better? Go go, you do it. Um, what's the first line again? A wedding, uh, a wedding is such an emotional day for everyone. A wedding is such an emotional day for everyone. I've been to a lot of weddings. Usually, the cakes and tears too. So I don't don't know what's up with that cake. Um, <laughs> budget budget problems. A little bit. It's just it's a it's a mud cake. You gotta play around with it. I that, like that's that. a mud cake. Anyway, let's go. Least we're gonna eat it. Least we're gonna eat it. Okay, here we go. Uh, I just heard there was a competitive sweepstake on how long the best man speech would last. I put my money down on 45 minutes, so uh, make yourselves comfortable. <laughs> don't do that one. I don't know, no. That one got a tank. betting speech. Nah, it's a betting. It's yeah. a betting you, know, you might be a part of a whole lot of races. Keha crowds. Yeah, right, that'll go off. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with knowing your audience, right? There's Absolutely. nothing wrong with knowing your audience. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before I start, the venue owner has asked me to request just one thing. 
For reasons of health and safety, none of you get up on your chairs and tables during my standing ovation. <laughs> I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop him for a second. I emceed a wedding a couple weeks ago and I was like, Mark, I need a couple. That was the one he gave me. What? Did, Did it, it work? Off? Didn't use it. Oh, Someone, well, you, you didn't use it. it? Didn't use it. I was sick. Remember, I was sick. And I, I heard was you were struggling. great, though. Someone, I can't remember who told me that you were great. They said Brooke was amazing. Can I give the ultimate layup for an MC? Uh, what they did at the start of this wedding was they split it in half and they did Sweet Caroline, but it was like a battle of Ooh, families. Yeah, that's great. So one, one side was doing this, one side was doing the other thing, and then they came together for the Sweet Caroline, and that set the tone. So if you're emceeing, there's my, my assist for you. Use that at the start. It brings everyone together. All right, I got one more. This is the sixth time I've had to stand up from a warm seat with a piece of paper in my hand. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. The only one laughing at my wedding. <laughs> I love gags, eh? I love, I love, I think because I've been so used to watching myself bomb, like trying to do stuff, I love watching people attempt. Like, <laughs> That's what you gotta give, yeah, you I, gotta give love to. I, I'm usually the only one laughing at dry, dry jokes at things anyway, but I just love that, man, give them some energy. That was booming great. Let's see if Jordan would laugh at this guy. This is uh, a best man speech that I found uh, on, the, on the internet. Okay. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Chris Thompson. I am single. I'm a pediatric surgeon at the Children's Hospital here in Winnipeg, and in my spare time I volunteer at a pet shelter. <laughs> For those of you that do know me, please keep your mouth shut about me. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's good. Great. That, that's good. Well, I do. I do the classic one. Eh? I always go. Um, whoever the bride is, to, to the bride. Can I think we're all in agreement tonight that you look amazing. You look beautiful on your wedding day. Can we give a round of applause for the bride, please? And to our groom, yeah. <laughs> and it just—I don't know why. I don't know why, guys. Every it, time it always goes off. Hey, if your wedding's coming up, so many people were like, "Mark, where was this last week?" If you're selecting a best man, choose wisely. But uh, hey, there's a couple of starters for you that can get the crowd rolling. I love that. I love that, man. Hey, we give you everything on the show. Cause still coming up on the show, we're going to talk about sports. This is the morning shift. Shifters will never be afraid to go to the fight. Now, this is a bit of a squeamish one for us. We don't really normally go into this place. It's a bit of a, it's out of our jurisdiction, if you will. Ooh. But when the time is right, we have to go there. Now, I brought up a story last week. It was a personal story. If you missed it, just to recap it really quickly, it was about a surgery that I had that went terribly wrong. Basically, it was supposed to be keyhole surgery on my hip. Uh, you just clean it up, then you get back to what you're doing. The surgery went so bad that the surgeon left a piece of drill in my hip. Didn't tell anyone. Ten years later, we found out. We have a lot of fun here, but that's actually, it's actually a pretty... It's a sad story. <laughs> but hindsight's a beautiful thing, because now, without that, we wouldn't be here today. Oh, yeah, here. Beautiful. Yeah, I needed I needed that doctor to mess your hip up, because oh, I need, I need right. you on the show. Yeah, so we, we... Round of applause for the doctor. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> yeah, D-I-C-K. <laughs> but we, uh, we did ask shifters as... Um, as we do so well, just to see if you guys went through any medical mishaps. Now, uh, uh, before we jump into this, if you are about to have surgery, maybe you can feel free to just slide through probably the next two or three minutes. Right? Also, we don't want to scare anyone off. Also, a big um, understanding too of how much pressure our, our medical sector is under right now. That's one thing I'd say. The superheroes and capes, uh, you guys do a great job. And to be fair, 99.9% of the time, it does go well. But it's these ones where you hear the stories, right? Mm-hmm. These are the ones that, that the juice sells these ones. Mm-hmm. You do a great you do a great job, but we're about to tell an assortment of, of you who don't do a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the first one that came through. You guys might not even believe this one, but I went in to have surgery and they treated me as the wrong person. Oh, no, oh, no. I was supposed to have keyhole surgery like Brooke, and they tried to give me a tummy tuck. Oh. Hey, that's a I mean, I ain't, that's great, a <laughs> I ain't in the greatest shape of all time, but come on. Hey, where that doctor had though? Where, where'd, you, where'd you book that? Or the wrong Ask person? Him Ask him for free. <laughs> wrong person is crazy. No, tummy tuck's crazy. Imagine being like, um, um, I didn't, I'm not having a tummy tuck. Imagine being like, imagine being like, uh, my knee still hurts, but man, I look good. But appreciate that. (laughs) Some around the corner. Imagine coming out with a tummy tuck. This one here, I was overseas in Bali and went to a fake doctor. Okay, now see that—that's your problem right there. The first statement. Yeah, you shouldn't go to doctors in Bali. The bro reckons it was a virus. I was pregnant. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 
Isn't it a fake doctor anyway? Uh, there's a, again, I feel like I'm jumping into to protect when I don't need to, but uh, there is a massive language barrier, 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 barrier uh, in, in, in places like this. Like, I know people do go to Thailand and Bali for medical procedures, like, you know, new teeth, set of teeth, all that kind of stuff, because it's so much cheaper. But it's that communication about what it is that you're needing. And she obviously went to the doctor because she was feeling ill rather than went for a procedure. Fake. And it was not a real doctor. That's disappointing. They operated on the wrong ball. <laughs> oh, damn. Winning was supposed to lose one. Now I've got meat, no veg. Oh. Meat, no. Wait, let me. Un... I'm trying to understand it. Hang on. Don't say anything. <laughs> oh, wow. We ain't laughing oh, at you. Wow. We appreciate the oh, message wow. that came through. No, we're not laughing. We're laughing at the words. We're not laughing at the situation. Golly. <laughs> Damn. That's a heavy total take, man. You came out there with nada. My fantasy league needed a sack for the weekend. <laughs> well, I'll go check the black market for that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a longer one here. Uh, and all of these, by the way, I'm just like, how, right? But it must be, you know, like, in that field, so you common. are under pressure. It is, it is, yeah. As Mark said, there's, there's a lot going on. We, Like I said, too, tummy, 99% tummy, tummy the wrong. crazy, man. <laughs> the wrong one's crazy, too. All right, here we go. My medical mishap begins with my right side. It was sitting in my abdomen, and I was in constant pain. Out of nowhere, it came to as well. And I was just thinking this was a stitch, but it kept going. I ended up leaving work and sleeping it off. The struggle was I couldn't get to sleep properly because of the pain I was in. I ended up going to, oh, I'm not going to say the hospital, but it is here in Tamakimakota, Auckland. Hospital at 3 p.m. with the sharp pain. Str- no, it wasn't. Struggling to walk, uh, to walk in, I didn't get seen until 5 a.m. I had to wait 14 hours in pain. By the time the doctors reviewed me, I had to go into surgery because they said my appendix was about to burst oh. and I could bleed out if nothing was done immediately. This is a shifter that's telling us this story, guys. I end up waking up from my surgery and I have a panic attack with the pain still there. Then it was worse than it was before. It felt like a knife was stuck in the side of my stomach. Oh. They rushed me back into the surgery room. And I wake up from the second surgery, all drugged up and dizzy, not knowing what's happening. And all I can hear is my mum's voice on the phone. And she has my wife there as well in the background saying, son, we are praying for you. I'm like, what the hell is happening? The nurses at the same time tell me I've lost close to 40% of my blood because of the first surgery. The surgeon cuts something. And they don't know where the blood is coming from. So they had to go back in and have a third surgery. Three surgeries in 15 hours. I'm fine now, but I tell you, oh I wanted gosh. to uppercut that first surgery. Oh, that's harrowing. To my shifter there, send that in. That'd be harrowing oh, for the doctor bro. too. Like, it'd just oh, be such course. a chaotic situation. Oh, man. Are we, they paid on hours? With... How's that work? They paid on hours per surgery? Hey, that's... We might have yeah. to go upstairs, sir. They're, they're, un, they're under the pump, obviously. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, yeah, we preface, that we preface this break yeah, with... Yeah, done. We're not saying that they should get it perfect every time, but it is very difficult to, to get that right. One more time, though. If you are about to have a surgery, it's going to be okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. We're good. We're good. We're good. I just feel like, too, like, if I was, don't ever feel bad about asking questions, eh? Like getting them to re-explain it. No, it's your body. Double down, totally. like double down. Now never, more so than ever. Don't do that Kiwi thing where it's like, oh, she'll be right. Make the doctor tell you ten times the procedure. Yeah, Make yeah. someone else tell you. No Great balls. Like it's, it's all good. Imagine that time you asked, they go, oh, actually, you're right. Hey, you're what, what, what's your other sack. No. <laughs> Uh, hey, thank you though for all being vulnerable. And thank you to our medical staff who are trying their absolute best. We do love you. This is The Morning Shift. Why are you not playing my son? Uh, He's better than him. We'll see. He's better than that fellow over there. You we'll put my see. son <laughs> Listen to the refs, guys. Be respectful. Wrong Don't angle. be like Mark on the sideline, being a bad parent while yeah. watching your kid play sport. Don't get kicked off. Hey, let's talk a little sport. And it was a bit empty, the sports grounds this weekend. Um, there's that weird the period, year. yeah, where we're sort of, there's no rugby league, no rugby union happening, you know, locally. So um, I found a few stories I did want to discuss. Formula One, Las Vegas Grand Prix raced oh, on it. Sunday night. 
Uh, it was a bit of a rugged start. Shambles. Yeah, absolute shambles. One of the road covers popped up when the Ferrari drove over it and basically rode off the Ferrari. This was in the, One test, of them. the test drives. Yeah. Right? Imagine yeah. Matt, who put that there, eh? Ooh. Well, who didn't screw it in tight yeah, enough they, so they're it didn't fired. pop up? Yeah, they're getting fired. Uh, the funny thing was, though, is that Formula One was flexing. You know how we had this conversation the other day about how Formula One is so popular? They're lying. Jordan doesn't believe it? They're lying. They were expecting, in Vegas, for the weekend, or for, the, for the, that full weekend of racing, 1.3 billion in economic activity in Las Vegas. That's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's, billion? Billion. That's double the amount the Super Bowl usually brings into a city. Oh, no, they're capping. Big money, though. They're capping. The Super Bowl? You do more than the Super Bowl? I'm telling you, these guys live in Monaco. That means they're rich. I don't know what they're... But that means they're rich, okay? they got money to be spending. That's a they, lot they out the, of naughty things. They booked out the sphere for no reason. Yeah. Like, Apparently... Literally just to have it. They started having to drop prices really quickly over the last week because no one was buying the packages. There were still heaps of, like... Oh, but I thought they had, like, the biggest viewership and the most demand. They're they, capping. They're capping. So... Maybe Jordan is right. Maybe we should no. be thinking twice about the information I'm out right. there about Formula One. They're <laughs> not right. even that popular. Uh, so, yep, yeah, race is done, but I'm actually more interested to see just how much of that $1.3 in economic activity Las Vegas actually saw after the weekend. Vegas be right. Uh, moving on through other sports, and uh, gentlemen, it's fair to say Harden has arrived. Harden. Oh, on. This is for the lead. James Harden, the beard, who has been playing in LA, well, over the last, what are they, six games mm-hmm. that they, they'd lost while he was playing. James Harden finally arrived, uh, 24 points, nine rebounds, and that shot to help them beat the Houston Rockets on Saturday, 106-100. Now, Brooke, I'm interested in you giving me a description. You know how there's that meme going around about, I'll tell my grandchildren that this was blah, blah, blah? Yeah. What will you tell your grandchildren about the one they call the beard James Harden? How would you describe him to your grandkids? Normally it's a positive. Mine just goes straight to culture vulture. (laughs) Every team that he goes to, they just... He's a bad egg. Yeah. But he's a bucket. He's a certified bucket. He'll give it to you any which way you like it. You want to step back, you want to get to the lane, you want to finish with the left or the right. I'm athletic too. I can get to the free throw line. But as a team, ah, I don't know, man. Jordan, I shouldn't say bad egg. I I should just say he's a. We all know how hard it is to get to the NBA, especially from the type of environments that a lot of these guys grow up in. So there is that conversation of if they make it to the NBA, they've already made it anyway. They've yeah. helped their family. They're gonna eat for generations. There's all of that. Good, but if you're but if you're someone who wants someone a part of your team, that's gonna be a leader. That's gonna have buy-in to the culture. That's not going to distract young players and be impressionable on them because Harden loves, uh, loves a little club at night. Yeah, I heard he's a party animal. Um, and loves a big spin, loves a fit that costs a million dollars. Just on that, um, just for some reference from Jordan, they actually changed the schedule uh, at the last team he was at so he could stay in the Vegas. night in the town so that he could go to the clubs. They did yeah. that specifically for James Harden because he would complain otherwise and, and spit the dummies. So sorry, we... we <laughs> That's the type of... Uh, Imagine, imagine a coach that your GM walks in and you and as a coach you're having to deal with a conversation where I want to get my team prepared for a game, but because our star player, marquee player, wants to stay and have a good night out in town, we're going to leave in the morning. And see Where's the buy-in? It's like, isn't that just frustrating? But has he made it? Has he done what he was supposed to do? Is he living his dream? Of course. And he that. truly is one of the greatest players of all time. I think missed opportunity for not calling him James Hardley. <laughs> I don't know why we, we don't hear that Charles more. Barkley, you want to steal that one? Yeah, hardly. I That's love not that. bad from you. All right, and finally, it's a bit of a pick-apart for you gentlemen because I'm so well-prepared and this is what I do for the show. Uh, I'm giving you the choice of what you would like to hear next. I have written out five rules that would make Super Rugby pop this season. Five rule changes that I would introduce to make Super Rugby the greatest competition in the world. Make or it sexy. you could have five rules that we could make shopping. A lot easier during the Christmas period. Do you know, Five I, rugby rules. Originally, I was keen on the shopping, but now I'm really just interested in Matua Mark's rules, rule changes for the game. Hey, this is new media. Give us all 10. No, we're not doing all 10. <laughs> You've got to make a choice. Give Which one the, we have? Uh, I'm voting rules. I want to hear what you have to say. I, I'm voting the other way. Uh, tell me what I need to do when I'm shopping. Here, paper says rock. Paper Three, says two, it's rock. Brook one, shopping. Let's go. Okay. Five rugby rules we could apply to Christmas shopping. And let's be honest. There was a two-and-a-half-hour wait at the car park of Westgate Newmarket on the weekend. So oh, I was there. 
You were there? I didn't sit for two and a half hours, but there was traffic. Apparently, it's gone to chaos already, so if you haven't done your Christmas shopping, expect big traffic. But why not apply some rugby rules? And here's number one. Quick tap and go only this Christmas. No scrummaging about with the FPOS cards swiping away. No enter your card into the slot and punching in pins. Let's keep the game flowing. Every second counts, Vano. Only allowed to use tap and goes. Are we happy with that? Hate tap I'm and not happy with that. You're not what? I'm not a fan of tap and goes and kiosks. Why I like not? That. I think we need to wait because it's... Tap and care, not tap and go. I think it's it's not keeping our people employed. What? We need... We need what? Uh, they're cutting jobs, giving us kiosks. Trying to make things faster, but oh no, that, I just that's mean not that, tap and go though. That's not tap and go. I'm talking about like any EFOS machine that's sitting there. You mean paywave, right? Paywaves, tap and go. Use your phone, but no pins. I think we need to stuff. learn to be more patient. I'm just saying. <laughs> not now. Not at this time. Two not and a half hours. No. I'm being that guy. Man. All right. Rule number two: No lazy <laughs> running offside. Let's keep What's onside and remain in uh, and effective and efficient in shopping aisles. Nothing worse than shoppers that just sort of go into a store and browse, blocking the path of those um, on attack. <laughs> Lazy running during Christmas no. shopping period is going to get you 10 no, minutes. I'm not, Head no. out of the mall, go check on yourself, get yourself ready, come back in with purpose. <laughs> you mean have like shop a shopping only. list and you know, okay, I'm down aisle exactly. three because I the need to The economy would crash under these rules. We do not need browsing. <laughs> it's Christmas shopping time. Okay, All right, next one. Damn, rule number Mark. three, keep your contact low. I'm talking about stopping to talk with friends in shopping aisles. <laughs> Is this the Grinch's list? <laughs> go hang out at home. Sorry, Jordan can't talk to you. I gotta go. I got no, you're right, actually. You're right. Go, go hang, hang out, out in the home, park. Bro. Go hang out. Just not in the sh- shopping mall during peak shopping. Don't stand in the aisles talking to friends. Keep your contact low. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Rule number four no advantage played. No one cares if you're a CEO or a shift manager at your work. You're just like us in the malls. <laughs> the shop assistants are tired. They're underpaid and hungry. They say what? Is going to happen, and that's final. Yeah, Move true. on. No, see, no, yep. Get that's more Bible, power to law. the assistant. Yep. I'm 100%. No advantage played in that one. And finally, no spectators on the field during the game. Oh, Shops that's a good one. Be... <laughs> that's a good one. You're not there to shop through the windows or anything like that. If you don't know what you're wanting, again, this all sort of reverts back to the same thing. Get out the way. If you ain't here to purchase, wow. move out oh, of the okay, circus. Like wow. If you ain't here to purchase, so move so, out of the circus. So when yeah. I go to the more money I don't have and I'm trying to shop, you're saying I shouldn't be in the shop? Don't get in the way of us who are shopping. <laughs> I thought you meant more <laughs> of like... It's you're saying get in the way of uh, with us who have money. So, oh. <laughs> if you got money, baby. go shopping. If you don't have money, get out the ways. Yeah. That's as simple as that. It's shopping season now, and I don't want a two and a half hour wait in the in the, in the car parks because people are there doing things that they're if not. If anyone supposed. sees Mark at the malls, you go the other way. Wonderful reminder that Christmas is an economic holiday. <laughs> and so look into Christmas and Santa and Coca Cola. Um, uh, we are going to wrap it there, but don't forget, guys, the only you know clothing sale of the year, up to eighty percent off, is online right now. You don't have to go to the malls for that. You don't have to go. There's no on-site. There's no context. Do your shopping right now. Just do it right now. Eighty percent, even the new stuff. Um, yeah, it. I just want to say I don't think people are quite understanding that. Usually for Black Friday sales, people sell you all the old stuff. We do have old garments on sale, but we also have brand new, new garments that are already going on sale right now. Use TMS. I think that, that's not a code, bro. That's not a code. You just you keep yeah, you just leave that. Check on your people. Love you guys. <laughs> this is the shift. The shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The morning shift. I'm gonna make them an offer again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got it. <laughs> okay. Let's get it, get it! Chemist Warehouse changed the game by wiping the $5 prescription fee to help the people. They are the people's chemist. That's it, and now they're helping keep the lights on at the Morning Shift, the people's podcast. That's right, the Morning Shift is proudly brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Let's get it, get it! Push. <laughs>